What is up, everybody? JT Sports here. Back to you guys with a quick episode of the JT Sports Podcast. I just wanted to come on and give my thoughts on Ohio State's 44-31 win over Penn State. If you're a Penn State fan right now, you have to be feeling tremendously disappointed. Because for the whole entire week, right, the question that a lot of people had going into this game was, could Penn State keep this game competitive going into the fourth quarter? Well, Penn State not only was able to keep this game close going into the fourth quarter, but at one point, they had a 21-16 lead. And then everything that could have went wrong from Penn State in this game in the fourth quarter went absolutely wrong. And we're going to talk about it. But before we do, if this is your first time listening to the JT Sports Podcast, welcome I appreciate you for tuning in. Make sure that you follow me on all of my social media platforms. You can follow me on Twitter at JT Sports underscore underscore and on Instagram at JT Sports underscore. If you're listening to this episode on YouTube, make sure that you go ahead, leave a like, subscribe, check out the JT Sports podcast available on all podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you get your podcast from, the JT Sports podcast is available. So Ohio State remains undefeated on the year. They go on the road and defeat Penn State 44 to 31. And you know, Penn State fans need an apology from Sean Clifford because he absolutely cost Penn State this game. And I understand that football is a team sport and everybody deserves blame for this loss, including James Franklin. But Sean Clifford deserves most of the blame. His first couple of possessions, he throws two interceptions. Ohio State goes up 10-0 early. And right away, you start to think that, okay, this game is about to go the same way the Michigan game went. As a matter of fact, it's about to go worse because at least in the Michigan game, it was competitive for the first half. Well, you're down 10-0, and then you start thinking, okay, this thing is about to be a blowout. However, you know, Penn State starts to settle in. Their defense played very good in this game. And Sean Clifford had a really good second and third quarter of this ball game. He was making some really fantastic throws. And for Ohio State, if you were to tell me that they were only going to be held to 98 yards rushing, I wouldn't have believed you. As a matter of fact, there were a lot of things that went Penn State's way. However, the two most important things that they needed to win this game, they didn't get. First of all, they lost the turnover battle against Ohio State. They had four turnovers. Ohio State had none. And some way, somehow, Penn State wasn't getting blown out in this game. Anytime... You have several turnovers against a team like Ohio State. Normally, you're down 21 points automatically. You know, Penn State was really fortunate that their defense played the way they did today. You have to give a lot of credit to Penn State defensive coordinator Manny Diaz. And I love Manny Diaz because I'm a diehard Miami Hurricane fan. And I miss Manny Diaz as the head coach. Okay, One thing about Manny Diaz that I always liked is that this is somebody who always was super aggressive on defense. And that definitely showed 
in this game. Penn State was getting after C.J. Stroud. And one thing about C.J. Stroud that most of us don't really talk about is that he's not good when he has to throw on the run. As a matter of fact, that actually isn't the strength of his game. Mobility is something that is tremendously lacking in his game. And it's not the fact that he doesn't have no mobility because he can run. Now, he's not a crazy runner or anything like that, but I'm pretty sure C.J. Stroud can pick up five, six yards with his legs. I've seen him have a nice scramble last season, but he doesn't really do it all that much. And it's like once you get him moving out of the pocket, that's really where he gets uncomfortable. And then not to mention... But Penn State did a very good job at limiting how many big plays Ohio State had in this game. Now, of course, Ohio State still got theirs, which is expected. But Penn State's defense surprised me with how well they played. Because you go back and you look at how that Michigan game went. This team was completely different. And this game versus how they were when they were blown out against Michigan. And then Sean Clifford, you know, in the fourth quarter just completely falls apart. And for all of you guys who want to go ahead and use this as another knock against James Franklin, I'm not going to push back against it. However, I am going to say this. I think that Penn State, is a quarterback away from beating Michigan and Ohio State. This Penn State program, I don't think, is all that far away from being able to legitimately compete for this conference. They literally are the third most talented team in this conference based off 247 Sports Team Talent Composite Rankings, which takes all of the five and four stars on everybody's roster plus the three two and one star guys compiles them all together and then they just have this list of the most talented teams based off who has the most five four star athletes of course Bama, georgia ohio state those schools are at the top but penn state is third in the big 10 talent wise and when you look at this game you know if sean clifford doesn't have all those turnovers Penn State wins this game, and not only do they win this game, but I think they do it by a pretty comfortable margin because Ohio State sleepwalked this game. They really did, and they got really fortunate that Sean Clifford just felt in the holiday spirit really early, even though it's October. He's already in the giving mood, so he's already looking forward to Christmas. So he said, you know what, Ohio State, let me go ahead and bless you. Since this is my last game against you guys, I want to go ahead and make sure that I walk out of this stadium, give you guys a victory. That's kind of what it seemed like. And you know, Sean Clifford, if you're watching this, you owe this fan base an apology. Because you see, Ohio State has C.J. Stroud. And Alabama has Bryce Young. And Michigan has J.J. McCarthy. And yet, Penn State has Sean Clifford. And... Sean Clifford isn't a bad quarterback. As a matter of fact, Sean Clifford is a pretty good collegiate quarterback. He's similar to an Ian Book. However, when you're trying to beat some of these blue blood programs, such as Bama, Clemson, Ohio State, you need great quarterback play. You may not need to have an elite quarterback to beat these teams, but you definitely need elite performance 
out of your quarterback when you do play these teams if you're hoping to pull off the upset. And it's funny because last season, Michigan went to the college football playoffs with Kate McNamara. Yet, Kate McNamara is no longer the starting quarterback this season. It's J.J. McCarthy. And it's a little weird because normally you ask yourself, they went to the playoffs with this dude. Why are they benching him? Well, the dude's better. And if you're trying to have success in college football and you're trying to be amongst the top and you're trying to be in the conversation for the college football playoffs at the end of the regular season, how good your quarterback is plays a large part of that. And Sean Clifford, even though he's solid, he's not at the level that Penn State needs for them to get to that level that they're trying to reach. And I promise you, they're not as far as what a lot of people may think. A lot of people make it seem like it's it's this big gap between Michigan and Ohio State, and it's just everybody in the Big Ten. Now, I don't necessarily think that's true. I do think that there is a gap, but I don't think it's a huge gap. I think that you have Michigan, Ohio State, right here. And then Penn State, they're right here. Penn State. We seem to forget, also puts guys into the NFL. John Dodson just was a first-round pick. Michael Parsons was a first-round pick. Penn State alum, like Penn State produces talent. They get guys to the league. I think they do a pretty solid job recruiting. They're not that far away as a program. All they need is good, elite quarterback play. Because Sean Clifford couldn't cut it. Not just in this game, but his whole entire career against Ohio State has just been filled with mediocre performances, him not being able to make big plays in the big moments when Penn State needs them, and just Ohio State just ripping the soul out of Penn State fans. I mean, Ohio State scored more points in the fourth quarter than they did the whole entire game. As a matter of fact, they could have only played in the fourth quarter and still have won this game. And they sleptwalked this game. And going in, we knew that this was going to be somewhat of a test for Ohio State simply for the fact that this has been the best team they played up to this point. But I don't think anybody expected Penn State to challenge Ohio State the way they did in this game. And even though Jason Smith didn't play, let's not act like Ohio State's offense still hasn't been dominant all season without them. And yet, the defense for Penn State was phenomenal. And if they could have scored two more possessions, you know, those two possessions that maybe were given away by Sean Clifford, those could have been extra points that Penn State put on the board. And it could have been the difference between them winning this game. Because in all honesty, minus the turnovers and the quarterback play, Penn State had almost everything they needed to happen to pull off this upset. They were better on third down than Ohio State. They were three or four on fourth down. I mean, when you look at what they did on the ground, it wasn't super impressive but this probably was the best performance that Penn State has had in the rushing department against a 
top 10 opponent in a while. And the receivers were absolutely phenomenal for Penn State. I mean, you look at Parker Washington, had 179 receiving yards, 11 receptions, and the touchdown. He was a one-man wrecking crew. Tinsley was on fire. The whole entire receiving core for Penn State was on fire. As a matter of fact, the whole entire offense played really well, including the defense. It seems like the only person who left their A game on the bus was Sean Clifford. He came into this game with his B-minus performance. And I will give him a B-minus because even though he did throw those turnovers, well, he did have those interceptions early. You got to give him credit because he did settle in. And he did have a pretty nice performance throughout the second and third quarter. It's just that in the fourth quarter, dude ran out of juice and ran out of gas. So I'm not going to go on one of those James Franklin's fraud speeches that a lot of people are about to go on for the whole entire week. Because if we really take a moment to take a deep breath and look at this Penn State team, let's be honest. If they had better quarterback play in this game, they most likely win. And I understand we can't live life off what ifs and assumptions. But let's just be honest. Penn State was a better team than Ohio State today. The better team won the game. However, the team who performed the best didn't win. And I know Ohio State fans are going to be like, well, I mean, JT, I mean, Sean Clifford. I mean, the dude didn't play good. So, I mean, the whole team, yeah, they played great. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you need the quarterback play. And I understand that. And a lot more people need to understand that. When it comes to picking these upsets, when you have a CJ Stroud and a Bryce Young, it just seems like no matter what happens, no matter how much you're down by, you just find a way to get back into the ball game. So let me know how you guys feel about Ohio State's 44-31 victory over Penn State. They improved to 8-0 on the year. Penn State suffers their second loss of the season. Most likely, Penn State is probably going to be on pace for a 10-win season. I think they should be able to beat Maryland, but that is going to be a pretty tough game. But I do think they should be able to pull that one off. You do have to play Rutgers, Michigan State, Indiana closeout. So those should be three games that you should be able to win. So that gets you the nine wins. And then pending the win over Maryland, you get the 10. Hopefully you can get to a New Year's Six Bowl game. You get to 11 wins, 11 and two. Pretty successful season. But, you know, the fact that we're at this point where Penn State is winning nine, 10 games. And yet it still seems like the season's a letdown. Shows you just how close this team really is. Honestly. Because nobody is intrigued with Penn State winning 10 games anymore. You get what I'm saying? This is kind of what we expect. We expect this program to be here. However, we want them to get further. We want them to get past this hump. And it's kind of the same hump that Michigan kind of was in. In the sense. However, Michigan got out their hunt because they just had an all-around, all-time great Michigan team. Aiden Hutchinson, David Ajabu, they had guys who could get after the quarterback. You had a really dominant ground game with the best offensive line in college football. You had a quarterback who was pretty good for what you asked him to do that season. And you look at Penn State, 
you know, the talent is there. It's just that they don't have that quarterback yet. And, you know, you don't have a roster like a Georgia that's good enough that you don't need a great quarterback to win. You see, Georgia can win with Stetson Bennett because the team that they have around them is just so stacked. When they play everybody else, they don't really need him to do much. But for Penn State, when you're still trying to ascend to that next level, and you're trying to creep into the same territory that schools like Ohio State and Michigan in, are in, you need that elite quarterback to help propel you to that level. And Penn State doesn't have it in Sean Clifford. Hopefully they have it next season with Sean Clifford on his way out soon to graduate. I appreciate you guys for listening to this short episode of the JT Sports Podcast. Make sure that you check out the podcast available on all podcasting platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you get your podcast from, the JT Sports Podcast is available. I'll see you guys with another episode shortly.